Hi, and welcome to Straight Shot Radio. My name is Johnny Slick, and I'm the head coach at Straight Shot Training. Last episode was our first episode of the Working Out at Home series, and it was on equipment and what equipment you could either buy or make or find. And that was kind of my way of of starting you all off with something very tactical since a lot of you I know are currently waiting on equipment to come that you've ordered. I wanted to get you started with that episode so you could go ahead and start ordering things because it's not like you know Amazon Prime you're gonna get your your resistance bands tomorrow you're gonna be waiting for them. So I wanted to get you started quickly with what do you need to get started but you're gonna have to wait a little bit. Well the second episode today's episode is on nutrition and this was once we addressed you getting some equipment the next thing we want to start tackling is how do we address your nutrition going forward now that your schedule has probably changed you're probably eating differently you're eating at different times you're eating more maybe you're eating less you're getting off of your your diet if you had a diet kind of scheduled out in the first place and, that, and I don't mean diet as in you know like a fad diet I'm, I mean a diet is just is the eating routine that you follow the things that you eat on it on a daily basis so I wanted to address nutrition today. So you might be waiting for your bands to come in the mail or waiting on dumbbells to come or maybe you ordered a rack or some bars. It has been incredible how long I've heard that people are waiting for equipment to come in. So now is a perfect time to really address your nutrition. So I want to go over the four probably most frequently asked questions to me regarding nutrition or, or frequently raised uh, Uh, issues or problems that people are having with their nutrition right now and I want to suggest some possible solutions for those or some some tips to help you navigate or figure out how to overcome each one of these challenges because ultimately everyone's situation is different and I don't want to to make things sound simple when it comes to nutrition because nutrition is is really difficult because it is extremely individual. It's even more individual than than workout prescription would be someone's personal nutrition. But the the things I'm going to give you today will hopefully help you find something that's going to work for you and for your diet and with your family in the current situation that you are in right now. So let's get right into it. The first problem that I have seen or people have remarked to me about is all day snacking. So you're a lot of people are home now. You're you're either working from home, <coughs> or you may be furloughed, or um, your schedule has changed. Most you're not going out when you're when you're done. For, if you do have to go to work, you're coming home and you're staying home. So everybody is at home more, even people who are working uh, out, unless maybe you know you have a job where um, you're driving a truck or or you're working in a healthcare profession, you're working a lot of extra hours, but I would say for the majority of, of you all, you're at home more. Well, when you're at home more, you tend to eat more because the food's there. It's two steps away in the kitchen. You have daily, like 24-7 access to snacks, and the things that you're snacking on, I doubt you're probably measuring out or thinking so much about, well, I did just eat. Am I actually hungry? Am I just bored? There's a whole lot of stuff that goes into why all-day snacking is not a great idea. But I don't need to explain to you why it's not a great idea. You know it's probably not great, the fact that you're eating uh, snacks all day long and you know munching on chips here, and then later on it's 
some cookies and then you eat a meal but then later on you find some ice cream you you know that it's 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 going to be end up being too many calories over the course of the day you're not you know sneaking for you know a handful of lettuce okay you're probably eating things that are going to add up to a lot of calories so i want to go over some things that will help you not snack all day long so the first thing and this goes into something I'm going to get into in a future episode about trying to make a schedule for yourself. One thing that I find helps me is thinking about when I'm going to eat, what I'm going to eat the entire day. If I get up and I'm eating breakfast, and I try to get up at the same time every day. It's a little later than than I did whenever I was getting up for work, but not a whole lot later, maybe 45 minutes or so. And I know that if I eat breakfast this time, so I'm looking at you know, when I think I'm going to work out during the day, because I do, I do try to schedule that out. Uh, I'm spending a lot of time with my son now, and I know when his nap is, so a lot of times I'll try to put my workout around his nap, but also he sometimes likes to work out alongside me uh, with his little weights or kettlebells, or he likes to just, you know, throw matchbox cars and stuff at me while I'm deadlifting. So I know that I'm going to need to eat breakfast. I'm going to need to eat lunch and dinner and there's gonna be some snacks in there that typically time around my workouts so once I know where my workout is then I know where my pre and post workout meals are and I can get a little bit of a schedule on that well when I have that all written out if I if I get hungry I know oh well that's because I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a meal here in about a half an hour or if I'm feeling hungry and it's just maybe boredom because that happens too I can look and see, well, am I really hungry? Because I did just eat an hour ago, and I'm going to eat in another you know, hour and a half. Maybe I'm just thirsty. Uh, maybe I'll just drink a bunch of water. Or maybe I'm just sitting here in the house, which actually I haven't been doing a lot of. We've been outside a lot. But if you're sitting in the house, maybe it's time to go outside for a walk or you know, play a game with your kids. Or um, if you're working from home, you know, um, trying to get started on another project, trying to keep yourself busy, because it is that boredom snacking that literally has no, um, uh, it's, it's completely unnecessary for you nutritionally for you to need that snack at that point. It's, it's just boredom. Um, maybe, you know, get something to drink. You might need a little bit of caffeine or something if you're feeling sleepy and you think a snack's going to wake you up. I know some people do that. Uh, but the other thing is, if you can try to plan out your meals similar to what you had when you were working, that'll help you stay on track as well. So if you did plan on having, if you always have a snack around 2 p.m. at work or 3 p.m. and that's part of your routine, then go ahead and build that into what you're doing every day. Just kind of stay on that schedule that your body is used to. Because maybe it is craving that that 2 or 3 p.m. snack. But the 2 or, two or 3 p.m. snack that you packed for yourself to go to work is probably going to be a, a lot either more nutritious or even just less calories from a portion standpoint than you grabbing a bag of chips or or a pint of ice cream or cookies or something like that at home or stuff that's just laying around. Um, if you packed you know an apple and some almonds with you to eat in the afternoon, then then you should be eating that at home. Still, uh, you are actually probably burning less calories sitting around at home unless you've been really outside. I mean the weather's been great where we are, but if you're sitting around more, you actually need to be eating a little bit less. But it's, it's, 
is totally up to to you and your and your current routine. I'm not gonna say everybody should be eating less just because they're at home. So, and we'll discuss that in a second. When we get into calories, but if you if your schedule has changed, so now you're sitting at home, that doesn't necessarily mean that your eating schedule has to change. Uh, like your life has if you can try to get back on some type of eating schedule that's going to help you out so that would be my probably number one tip to stop all day snacking would be planning planning what to eat by trying to eat on a little bit of a schedule be flexible with it but get, give yourself some type of a little bit of a schedule so you know so you're not going too long without eating and then gorging or just eating all day long uh, both ends of the spectrum are not good next problem here is what what do i eat so if you're used to um, packing meals for yourself uh, or getting meals out. I know a lot of people are used to, you know, even healthier meals out, going out to places like, you know, Chipotle or something where you're getting um, a salad or a burrito bowl or something like that. If you are used to doing that, you're going to have to find a way to to continue to eat healthy while at home. And if you wait until you're hungry to have, make a plan when it comes to what to eat, it's already going to be too late because you're going to grab whatever's nearby and convenient. And that's typically not going to be the, the healthiest thing for you. So the, if you don't currently meal prep, this is a great time to start meal prepping. On Normally on Sundays, I would cook all of my meals for the week. Now, just because of the, the stuff I've been cooking, I've been getting eight meals out of what I'm doing. So... I mean, I'm, <coughs> excuse me, I'm cooking once every eight days. Uh, whatever schedule works out for you, if you can get on a meal prepping schedule, it's really going to help you out. So you don't have to think about what to eat. It's lunchtime, you pull out a container. It's afternoon snack, you know what you're going to eat. It's breakfast, you already have it maybe made in the refrigerator. Um, I always make a bunch of, of quinoa or um, like steel cut oats or something, keep them in a container in the refrigerator, and I make those probably every three or four days. Um, when I f finish those up, so you know that and eggs as my breakfast. So half my breakfast is already made. My lunch and my afternoon stack. Uh, right now I'm doing a lot of beans and rice, uh, and and uh, sometimes fish. And that's been my my lunch and my afternoon meals. And then you know dinner is always different. Um, and my night uh, my snack before bed is pretty much um, the same every night. I typically have you know. Um, fruit or vegetables or something like that and um, and almonds or peanut butter or hummus or something um, while my wife and I are watching TV. So I eat those similar things just about every day and I have those things prepared in the refrigerator so that when it comes time for those meals to come around, I already know what I'm going to be eating and I don't have to think about it. So if you don't currently meal prep, starting a meal prepping routine is going to be really helpful for you. Even something simple like grilling some chicken, making some rice and having and then steaming some broccoli and then and make put in, putting that in containers. I'm not saying you need to eat grilled chicken and rice and broccoli to to lose weight or stay on track, but if you don't know what to do, um, just you know get get some some uh, micronutrients, so uh, some type of vegetable, give yourself some type of of energy, whether you get like prefer to get that through fat or through carbs, uh, and then some type of protein and having a mixture of vegetables, um, energy, which would either be carbs or fat, and your protein, uh, and then just make seven of the same thing. Uh, and I know it sounds rough, but you, you, you get used to it. And most of us eat the same stuff most days anyway. So I know it seems weird to see, you know, seven containers. For me, it's 16 containers because uh, I eat the same meal twice um, a day. 
I eat that for eight days, I might switch up what it is every week, but um, for the most part, um, I eat the same thing uh, every day. So the other nice thing about meal prepping and when you're wondering about what to eat is if you are figuring out your calories and your, your macronutrients, your carbs, fat, protein, it'll help you stick to those as well rather than trying to enter everything into you know, MyFitnessPal or, or whatever food logging app you're using. If you're trying to, to log the things that you're eating, you're going to have to log every single day because you're going to be eating stuff all over the place and getting a snack here and there. And most people are not logging their their snacks correctly because you don't really want to log an entire bag of flaming hot Cheetos uh, into my fitness pal. So when you do your meal prepping, it also gives you the chance to just in at one one day know, okay, I'm doing a, a cup of rice and six ounces of chicken and one cup of steamed broccoli, or I'm doing a um, three quarters of a cup of black beans, three quarters of a cup of of brown rice and half a tomato and, and you can weigh and measure these things so you know how many calories you're taking in every single day uh, and know what your carbs fat and protein numbers are as well uh, if you don't know what numbers you should be taking in that's absolutely something I can help you out with um, you actually get uh, a calculation for you to, to find those numbers yourself and I can always help you out with it um, if you are a straight shot training uh, athlete which I'll tell you um, how you can become a straight shot athlete at the end today but uh, finding your calories and your macros now is a good time to do that as well because there most of us have a little bit less responsibilities um, being at home and we have a little more time on our hands um, I've seen what's, what's on YouTube and TikTok right now it is clear that people have a lot of extra time on their hands and now would be a good time to dedicate a little bit of time to figure out what your calories need to be and then prepping your meals for the week based off of those calories. The next problem we have here, uh, and this is was common even before this, but it's even harder for you to resist now, and this is there's too many snacks, there's too much junk food in our house. And if it's there, I'm going to eat it. Well, I do agree, there's probably too much junk food at your house. There's probably too many snacks. But just because it's there doesn't mean you need to eat it. And I feel like that's kind of thrown in there. But this is where, and I, I asked my wife once, I said, Rachel, how do you, how do you teach self-control? <laughs> like I couldn't, I know how we're trying to do it with our, with our three-year-old son, but it is, to me as a coach, I, I would, I've, I've taught people, you know, backflips and, and I've watched my clients, you know, uh, hit huge squat numbers and, and deadlift numbers, um, huge PRs for them and, and you know, watching them uh, do those things and being a part of that process, um, I feel like that's easier than trying to teach self-control because it's it's so individual and there's so many other factors that go with it and it's definitely out of my scope as a coach. Uh, this would be more fit for like maybe Rebecca who had who we have had on before who's a health coach and she does she, her, she does a lot with behavioral modification and and she has a, a degree in nutrition. but for me, uh, I would say just because it's there doesn't mean you, you need to eat it. And if you do want to eat it, you need to practice moderation. And I know that that's very much easier said than done. But you know, I'm, I'm guessing if you're listening to this, we're, we're adults. And there's a lot of stuff that we do that we don't want to do. And there's a lot of times where we have to have self-control. Maybe it's something we want to say that we don't say or something we want to post that we don't post. Uh, we, we have a filter on, on a lot of things that we do in life. 
Well, you need to apply that that same type of self-control and filter to your diet. Just because you have ice cream in the house doesn't mean that you need to eat it. And no one's forcing you to eat it. You you have to find a way to, I don't know if you, if you need to remind yourself of what your goals are or, you know, um, write a write a your goal weight or something down somewhere so you see it or you know if you're trying to lose weight for um, an event or a wedding or a, or a, a trip I know it's hard to think about those things now because you're gonna have some time now before any of those happened if you need this as a reminder something can help help you remember what your goals are so that whenever you're you're thinking about you know should I have this entire pint of ice cream or should I just actually you know put some in a bowl for myself and eat it that you make a better decision now uh, the other thing is we just don't have it in the house in the first place that's much easier than trying to avoid it once it's in the house but this requires everybody to pretty much be on board so if you eat differently than your significant other uh, that's gonna be kinda tough because they might want some quarantine snacks or if you're buying stuff for your kids both you as the parents both of you as the parents will need to uh, decide you know hey this is for the kids we probably shouldn't eat this stuff um, but what typically happens is <coughs> excuse me one, one of the parents will join in with the kids with all the snacking and the other one is not knowing what to do because they don't want to not participate with their family in eating ice cream but at the same time they're trying to stick to their diet well you can have it both ways if you practice a little bit of moderation if you're if you're watching your calories you can have ice cream here and there it's not going to totally just blow your diet the problem is when you're doing it over and over again and you're not watching your portions so however it best works for you you need to figure out a, you need to figure out a way to do it and some people that's total avoidance that's you know um hey everybody i'm going to get the ice cream out daddy is going to have some of this instead uh for me personally i prefer to um, just have a very small amount or maybe if I get some some ice cream out for my son or something I might just have um, some of his um, currently I'm not I don't need to cut weight or anything for any competitions I'm not doing any this year um, so I'm, I am a little more relaxed with my diet than um, I normally am but um, I, I definitely am not you know mindlessly eating things and eating entire bags of things and entire pints of ice cream and things like that just because um, I do know that that the better my nutrition is the better my workouts are and that that's a motivator for me so maybe find what your motivator is and and that will be your your reason not to buy it in the first place or if it's in your house you're not going to eat it uh, the other thing's going to help you not buy it is when we make our grocery list uh, that's what I get I very rarely get anything that's not on the grocery list the grocery list is based off of our bringing it back to our second solution grocery list is based on our meal prep we Rachel writes out what our dinners are gonna be for the week and we get the ingredients for that I know what I need for that week based off of what my my current way of eating is and I know that's what I'm buying so we end up not spent and not spending extra money we don't like to waste food so we don't buy stuff that you know we're gonna end up eating you know two of and then getting rid of it and uh, so we're saving money and we're saving calories so we're not going to end up overeating or over snacking on things that um, that we don't need or at least I, you know I don't need um, 
you know, my, my wife's diet differs from mine. Um, most of you know she has cystic fibrosis, which is a genetic disease where you actually do have to be on a higher calorie, higher fat diet because of the way your body um, metabolizes fat. So, so her diet does look different than mine, and she does eat um, foods that I don't have in my diet. So I've been doing this for, you know, we've been married for, it'll be 10 years this July. Um, I have always kind of eaten a little bit different than her, and and it's something that my son has grown up around that, you know, that that's daddy and mommy eat slightly different foods and it's not a big deal so it's just it's kind of establishing hey you know what this is my diet is what, what works best for me um just because everybody else is doing something different doesn't mean you have to so that would be my third uh third problem is too many snacks too much junk food my solutions there would be well don't buy it shop with a list or if it is in your house um you don't have to eat it or you can just practice moderation uh, and focus on your goals uh, when it comes to those those temptations to eat those things um, but at the same time, be flexible, be fun. Fourth problem here, and we're going to end with with this one. Uh, my family won't eat like me, which I kind of covered in a little bit in the last one. But people are concerned about, well, if I meal prep, my family is not going to eat, you know, beans and rice or or you know, uh, salad with grilled chicken or homemade burrito bowls or something. Uh, my family's not going to eat this. Well. My solution is they don't they don't have to eat it. You can still eat meals together. There most of our most of our dinners uh, are you know we eat the same the same food. But sometimes if we're doing leftovers or something um, and I have extra food prepped, I'll eat the food that I have prepped because I really do not like to waste food. Other times, if Rachel says, "Hey, I'm making something 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 for dinner." Um, or do you already have something made? I'll say, oh no, I got, I have you know an extra meal uh, in the freezer. I do like to make extra, I do like to prep extra meals if I can, so I have them in the freezer to eat. Any of you who have young kids know that there's a lot of times where you eat different meals at the same table. Right now, Wes is in a phase where he loves spaghetti and meatballs uh, for lunch, and every single lunch is spaghetti and meatballs. Well, when we sit down and eat lunch now, because I'm home for us to eat lunch together. I'm eating my prep lunch. He's eating his spaghetti and meatballs. Rachel's eating whatever Rachel eats for lunch. Just because the food is not the same does not mean that that family together time is is lessened or negated at all. It's it's about you know that time that you have together as a family around the table. It's, it's important to have. So you can absolutely continue to eat the kinds of things that you ate whenever you were sticking to your diet, if you were, and you were working and you were packing your meals with you, you just eat them at home. And if you need to make food for your family uh, for a meal that you're not going to eat, well, here's, an even, here's another reason why meal prepping is good. Because if you already had your food prepped, you're not making two meals. That's, I, I, I don't want you to, to think that you need to you know, make a meal for yourself and a totally different meal for your family. Um, your options are you, know, you could eat one of your prepped meals um, or you can eat what your family is eating and you know, eat the portions that will fit your diet. But if you're eating food and you think that you need a different diet than your family, then, then you need to do what you think is good for your health and just eat it with your family at the same time and you know, maybe let them try some of what you're eating and see if they like it. Um, or, or eat your meal, but just try you know, a taste or something of, of what they have there if you feel like you need to participate um, somehow. But I knew some people were, were saying that they didn't think that they could do meal prepping when they were at home because then they would be eating something different than their family because their family, there's no way my family would eat 
what I'm what I'm eating. Well, you could always try it, uh, and if they want something different, um, you can also have you know an, a, an option for them. Um, maybe you do some extra meal prepping in the beginning of the week to have some extra you know grilled chicken or, and some vegetables or something on hand, so that if your you know kids aren't going to eat what you're going to eat, they can eat the other stuff that you have prepped that you know they like. So, um, just because you're your family is eating slightly different, um, you guys can still all sit at the same table and, and enjoy that time together. The last thing I'll say with all of this and when it comes to nutrition, I know a lot of people are stressing out and I'm hoping today will help you feel a little bit less stressed because as you can see, I'm coming at it as a, as very much of a, like, like I do with everything, a, a moderate approach, kind of seeing both sides of things. I really don't want you to be stressing out about food while you're at home. Um, right now there's a lot of other stuff that I know people are stressed about um, and I don't want to add an extra stressor I just know that if food is stressing you out because you don't feel like you have control over your eating or if you're you know you're you feel like you're gaining weight or something that that I want to give you some some helpful things that will help you gain a little bit of control in those areas so that you can get your nutrition on track and or, or, or close to being on track uh, while still enjoying um, treats and, and fun things in moderation. I don't like elimination diets, pulling things completely out, completely avoiding things. Um, I, th I think that enjoying things in moderation is the key to, to not just you know your physical health, but also to your, your mental and emotional health and your relationships with people is, is practicing some moderation with just about everything you do. So please do not be stressing out so much about food. If you can just try to, let's say over the course of 20 meals, if you can make uh, so that we're talking meals and snacks, 20 meals and snacks. So however many days that spreads out over for you, if you can make 16, 17 of those healthy, that's pretty good. And this is, this is not an original idea. This is from Magnus Lidback. He's a, um, a Swedish personal trainer. Um, and I heard him talk about a 17, 20 idea. Cause before I've said, you know, if you can do 80% of your 80 or 90% of your diet healthy and you know, 10 to 20% can be unhealthy. Uh, but when you put it in terms of meals, uh, like Magnus um, Lidback uh, says with you know, 17 of out of every 20 meals should be healthy. It helps you dial it, it think about it a little more in terms of actual numbers. So um, if you eat five meals uh, and snacks a day, so over the course of four days, you can have three meals that are not healthy. So over four days, three meals or snacks that are not healthy. That's a decent amount of, of play in your diet and that'll help you relax a little bit so still trying to stick to um, you know what you can where you can but being flexible to enjoy you know some some fun things um, if if they are fun for you uh, and these fun times with your family um, since that's really what's important right now um, a lot of us have family time that we didn't have before uh, and it's we're you know enjoying every second of that um, amidst a lot of, of terrible stuff that's going on right now so I know families are really um, getting closer together and you know good nutrition needs to be a part of your everyday life and it needs to be part of your family's life if you can work that in with that at the same time you know good nutrition does include relaxing a little bit here and there having fun and enjoying food um, that you know tastes good but not, not, might not necessarily be good for you uh, and just you know moderation it's really, it's, I know I, I did a whole podcast on, on why moderation was so controversial because um, it is a gray area and everyone's moderation is going to look a little bit different than, than somebody else's. But 
Um, just find something that works for you and your family and, and get to a point with your nutrition that you are not stressing out about it. If there's anything I can help you out with, uh, with this uh, in regards to nutrition, please send me a message, Johnny, J-O-N-N-Y, at straightshottraining.com. That's my email address. You can find me on Instagram, at straightshottraining, and straightshottraining on Facebook. Uh, I mentioned earlier the nutritional protocol that we use with Straight Shot goes out to every Straight Shot athlete in the welcome email that you get. Even if you do a free month of Straight Shot, you still get the nutritional protocol. It, it walks you through how to find out what your calories are, and it tells you where, to, where the best places are to get those calories from. And that is all available at straightshottraining.com. You click on the free month button at the top or scroll down to the bottom of the page, click let's get started. Uh, you get your first month for free. And with that free month, you get a welcome email that's going to have your nutrition in that. So uh, if you're looking for some help with nutrition uh, and you want to get some help for free, I highly suggest you sign up and um, hopefully you like the workouts that come along with it. Um, they go out every week. We have options for home gyms that have barbells um, or if you just have a set of dumbbells or even if you just have your just your body weight and that's the only thing you have to work out with um, we have workout options for all of those in every single workout email that we send so thank you so much for listening hopefully this is helpful for you and your family and i will talk to you all later